Hello, smarty listeners. This message goes out to all the teachers, principals, teacher's assistants, and school librarians. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do as educators. To show our gratitude for all your hard work, long hours, and dedication to teaching, we are now offering free Who Smarted Plus subscriptions for all educators. That's right. You can now play Who Smarted without any ads or interruptions in your classroom to help make learning fun and keep the smarting going during break times, lunch times, or anytime. Who Smarted can even be used to satisfy some common core curriculum or as part of assignments or lessons. If you are an educator, just go to whosmarted.com and click educators. And smarty pants and smarty parents, please feel free to let your teachers know about this. Again, that's whosmarted.com. Click educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Psst. Hey, Smarty Pants. Have you ever looked up at the night sky and wondered, what if one of those bright lights up there is actually a UFO? I mean, is Earth really the only planet in the entire galaxy with life on it? And if so, what makes the Earth so special? Not too hot? Check. Not too cold? Check. Water? Check. Liquid water? Of course, liquid water. I've done this before, you know. This planet is habitable. What's it called? Earth. Also... I think there is an earthling down there pointing at us. You guys seen that light up there? The one I'm pointing at. It's pretty bright. It's moving pretty fast. Could it be... Nah. Anyway, plants, animals, and people are able to survive here because Earth is neither too hot, too cold, and has lots of water. Liquid water. In other words, Earth is habitable. A habitable zone refers to a region in space in which planets have Earth-like conditions that could potentially support life as we know it. Uh. But what makes a planet potentially habitable? How many other habitable planets have we discovered? And could there possibly be life somewhere else in the universe? Get ready for another whiff of science on... Who smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? 
Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up! Everyone! We make smarting lots of fun! And who's smarted? How many habitable planets do you think there are, Farzul? Good question, Wom. According to my data, more than 2,500 solar systems have been discovered just in the Milky Way galaxy alone. Whoa! Did you think our solar system was the only one in the Milky Way? Think again. <gasps> and just to be clear, a solar system is comprised of a star and a planet or planets that orbit that star. In our case, the Sun is our star, and the Earth and neighboring planets orbit around it. Planets that orbit stars other than our Sun are known as exoplanets. And more stars and exoplanets are being discovered every day. So there are... a lot. What do you think, Smarty Pants? How many habitable planets are there in the Milky Way galaxy? Is it A, 100, B, 1,000, C, 1 million, or D, more? Research gathered from the Kepler Space Telescope data leads us to believe that there could be as many as 300 million potentially habitable planets in the Milky Way. Whoa. How many are we going to look at today? I don't know. A dozen? We really only know about our own Milky Way galaxy, because even with the most impressive scientific equipment, it's very difficult to verify habitable planets in other galaxies, because they're so far away. <sighs> Scientists estimate there are hundreds of billions, if not several trillion, galaxies in the universe. <gasps> and that number continues to fluctuate as new evidence is found. Is he talking about us? At least he stopped pointing. Have you ever heard of NASA? I'm sure many of you have. But what does NASA stand for? Hmm. It stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Ooh. Aeronautics is just a fancy word for machines capable of flying in the air. NASA is run by the United States government and is responsible for science and technology related to air and space. Uh, He's definitely talking about us. One of the most exciting things about space is knowing how little we know. There's so much out there just waiting to be discovered. I'm just going to park here for a second. Maybe he'll think we're a star. Part of the allure is discovering new places that are much too far away for humans to visit using our current technology and then developing the technology that can make that distant travel possible in the future. Just like how we figured out how to land on the moon. Maybe we should head over to the Andromeda galaxy. I'm sure there are habitable planets there. The Andromeda galaxy is the closest big galaxy to our Milky Way, and the most distant thing you can see with your naked eye. But at two and a half million light years away, it's too far to visit. Oh. If you were traveling by car, it would take um, 4,166,666,666 days and 16 hours to get there. With no bathroom breaks. Actually, I could use a bathroom break. BRB. Because all these space destinations are so far away, NASA launches telescopes into space that send pictures back to us here on Earth. And they are awesome. Are you almost done? I have to go, too. One of these remote telescopes was the Kepler Space Telescope. 
named after 17th century German astronomer Johannes Kepler, well known for publishing his laws for planetary motion. The objective of the Kepler mission was to explore our Milky Way galaxy and hopefully discover some other planets similar to Earth. Ha! Huh, just like we're doing. And we did. We launched the Kepler telescope in 2009. By the time we retired it in 2018, when it finally ran out of fuel, there are no gas stations in space. Kepler revealed 2,600 planets from outside our solar system, many of which may be able to support life. <gasps> and all evidence indicates when you look up at the sky, there are actually billions of planets up there. More planets even than stars. Kepler was NASA's first planet-hunting mission, and it was deemed wildly successful. While the planets in our own solar system, gas giants like Jupiter and Saturn, ice giants like Uranus and Neptune, and hot super-Earths like Mercury and Venus, are all clearly uninhabitable, planets outside our solar system show promise. I hope you're taking notes. We became aware of terrestrial planets like Earth that have liquid water on their surface and could support human life. Of course, there's no telling what kinds of other life could survive or thrive on planets with different terrains, atmospheres, or temperatures, or whether other human-like creatures are capable of traveling to Earth, even though we don't yet have the technology to go out and visit them. Stay away! Our planet is crowded enough as it is! In 2011, NASA's Kepler mission confirmed its first planet in the habitable zone. Kepler-22b. Kepler-22b is several times bigger than Earth, contains a similar atmosphere, and has a surface temperature averaging 72 degrees Fahrenheit. And there might even be oceans. However, before you get your beach gear, keep in mind, it's difficult to confirm because Kepler-22b is 600 light years away from Earth in the constellation Cygnus, and it orbits around its star in 290 days. Hey, a 290-day year means a shorter school year. Just saying. All the statistics related to recently discovered planets is conveniently detailed in NASA's Exoplanet Catalog, which you can find on NASA's website. It's like a travel brochure of cool places to one day visit. Cool. Kepler discovered planets and planet candidates by measuring changes in the brightness of more than 150,000 stars looking for planets as they cross, or transit, in front of those stars on their orbit. At least three transits are required to verify a planet candidate. NASA's team of scientists uses ground-based telescopes and the Spitzer Space Telescope to review observations and determine which candidates can graduate to validated planets. It's so much easier to just fly there in a spaceship, but whatever. After nine years of exploring deep space, the Kepler telescope left behind a legacy of thousands of planets discovered outside our solar system that could be promising places to live, including Kepler-452b, perhaps the most likely planet to be Earth's twin. Ooh, should we scope Kepler-452b? Definitely. According to NASA's website, it's bigger than Earth, orbits a G2-type star, which is similar to Earth's sun, and there are about 385 days in a year there. What about the planet's surface? A little warmer than Earth. Probably rocky. And the gravity is nearly twice Earth's. Ooh, not so good for basketball. Or trampolining. 
but great for exercising. The best part is, the star Kepler-452b orbit is 6 billion years old. It's 1,402 light years away from Earth, also in the constellation Cygnus. And NASA didn't discover it until 2015. So... No Earthlings? No Earthlings. Nope, definitely no Earthlings. But could there be other life on Kepler-452b? Find out right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com slash smarted. Visit IXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie smart to protein plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Now back to Who Smarted. Question. What does the story of the three bears have to do with the habitable zone? Is it because bears can live in space? Because astronauts like to eat porridge? Or because the habitable zone is nicknamed the Goldilocks zone? This porridge is too cold. If you said the Goldilocks zone, you're just right. Just like the conditions in the habitable zone have to be just right to support life, not too hot and not too cold. But that's only if life on other planets is just like life on Earth. The fact is, life on other planets may be nothing like life on Earth. Nope. We have way better foods than porridge. But Earth has better podcasts. But while life may be very different, When exploring the universe for infinite possibilities, it helps to start with something familiar. So we search for exoplanets like our own. Many rocky planets have been detected in Earth's size range, which seems promising. And it's usually a good sign to find a planet with a similar orbital range or distance around their G2 star, like our Sun. The majority of Earth-sized worlds have been found orbiting red dwarf stars, which are super common in the Milky Way. Red dwarfs are not as bright as our sun, so potentially habitable planets must be in closer proximity to their star, where they're exposed to X-ray and ultraviolet radiation thousands of times more intense than here on Earth. You're going to need a stronger sunscreen. Other types of stars like orange dwarfs or K-dwarfs may have the right balance of light and temperature. But when searching for habitability or extraterrestrial life, a number of factors must come together in perfect balance. Temperature, size, star type, atmosphere, availability of water, and traversable terrain. NASA's newest planet-hunting telescope, Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS, has taken over the duties of the Kepler telescope. Seeking out exoplanets in an area 400 times larger than the Kepler mission. So, if there is life on Kepler-452b, hopefully... We'll find out soon. Until then, there is no 100% proof that we aren't alone in the universe. What do you think? Should we swing down and wave to him? Nah, Earthlings will find us soon enough. Let's enjoy the peace and quiet. Huh, there goes that light again. A big shout out to our friends Logan and Oliver in Long Island City, New York. Thanks so much for listening to Who Smarted. This episode, Habitable Zones, was written by Libby Ward and voiced by Jenna Hoban, Sheffield Chastain, and Jerry Colbert. Additional voices, technical direction, and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, and lyrics are written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production.